Shout out to the fam, man. Appreciate y'all being in this late stream sports coma representing the great Saint Tank Tank was popping. Fam, appreciate y'all tuning in. I won't hold y'all too long. Just cover a few news notes and items, man. Maybe about a 30, 40 minute stream. I'll be back on Thursday, uh, you know, at least less than 30 minutes from now. Anyway, later on in the day to kind of go over some more news notes and items with you guys. Shout out to you. Uh, for being in the stream, please feel free to hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, and by all means, feel free to share, share, share the show on your social media feed. Shout out to the fam. All right, OG Jerry, much love. Good to see you, fam. Brother Lester's in this thing. Shout out to you. What's up, Travis? How you doing, sir? All right, G Fly, how you doing, fam? Much love. Appreciate you being in the building. Shout out to the queen. Chantel's in the building as well. Brother King Morrison's in this thing. Maul and Maul's up in this thing. Nah, brother, I don't sleep, brother. <laughs> uh, well, I got off the Pelican post scan report, man. I was working on some stuff, man. Um, doing a little website work. We got some stuff going on. And, uh, uh, you know, I'm always working on some business stuff. So shout out to the fan. What's up, brother? Trying. How you doing, sir? Appreciate you. Oh, yeah. It's been a minute, my brother. Appreciate you being up here as well. <laughs> What's up, Brent? Shout out to my guy, Brent. Chilling out there on the West Coast. Much love to Brother Brent. Brandon, how you doing, sir? Appreciate you as well. Travis says, I hope this becomes a head coach by week. <laughs> no, I don't think it's going to happen that fast, brother. <laughs> uh, but ultimately, it's an interesting thing, isn't it? Because the Saints are totally, man, this is a, uh, yeah. it, it doesn't smell desperate to you, fam. Let me just ask that, man, because. For 20 years, the Saints had the same offensive philosophy that bought them a Super Bowl. Super Bowl, And pretty much, if you kind of go over it, a whole philosophy switch, offensively speaking, which is kind of groundbreaking. And I think a lot of what we've seen uh, for, damn, for 20 years has been the Sean Payton system. Even the last several years, uh, it was the Sean Payton system. I, and I've said this on the previous stream that, I believe that it would have been successful had it been ran like Sean Payton. And so far as like 
you can have the mentality, you can have the mind, you can have the knowledge, but the intangibles like uh, discipline, attention to detail, an alpha dog mentality, that type of stuff uh, is needed to functionally run the Sean Payton system. And you've seen it was ran from a milk tool standpoint and it was not nearly as effective. But if you think about it, most systems, period, if you do not use them correctly, they will fail. And the Saints didn't use the Sean Payton system uh, thorough enough like a Sean Payton would. And ultimately it failed because of a lot of things it was lacking. I mean, the philosophy and all that kind of stuff, it was just leadership lacking. A lot of the stuff that Sean Payton brung for many years was not present in the offense. And it was just a shell of itself, you know, and, and Pete Carmichael just couldn't manifest those things. It's just not in him. And we knew that. So ultimately they abandoned that system. You know, is that a too too rough name, a rough word to say there that the Saints are really have they abandoned the Sean Payton system, the offensive system, in favor of a guy that twenty years ago they were trying that they actually had a leg up on him, Gary Kubiak. It's funny how this goes. It's so funny how this goes because if you go back, you know I'm a, a Saint historian, like several of the family members. It, it's it's twenty some odd years ago when we're right after Katrina, you know, right around that time after Katrina when they were looking at bringing in a new head coach, Gary Kubiak, um, Sean Payton became the two finalists for the job. Tom and I said this before because I don't romanticize it. Tom Benson wanted Gary Kubiak, but Gary Kubiak had gotten an offer from Houston, which was very lucrative, and he brung the offer because he wanted to be the Saints head coach. And he brung the offer to the Saints and said, could y'all match this? And Tom Benson told him, no, <laughs> it was just simple as that. No, I'm not going to match that. Hell no. You know, and then ultimately he went to Houston and he settled on Sean Payton. That's how it worked. I mean, it don't sound as old Sean Payton knew that the job was his and the city was underwater. And then Sean Payton said, I'm going to take the city of New Orleans and put it on my shoulders and bring it up to prominence. No, nah, none of that happened. <laughs> none of that shit happened. It didn't happen that way. They try to spin it like that to romanticize it, but it didn't happen that way. It didn't happen that way for Peyton. It didn't happen that way for Drew Brees. Drew Brees was trying to go to Miami and they chose Carl Pepper over him and we got the loser of whoever they decided. So whoever wanted to go to Miami who didn't want to, who, who Miami didn't pick, you was going to get. So if they pick Carl Pepper, you got Drew. If they pick Drew, you the guy Call Pepper. That's how it work. That don't sound quite romantic and pretty, but <laughs> it's it's the goddamn truth. All right. So anyway, very strange how it comes around out of the different styles of systems in the NFL. We go back to the son of the father. That's kind of that's very unique. But at the same time, a whole new philosophy switch. And this is going to be interesting to see if Clint Kubiak could implement this system with the Saints. Could he kind of resurrect a few things that we've seen happening with the San Francisco 49ers? Very interesting. And just just to drop something on this, we talk about the, I mentioned them 49ers and the Super Bowl thing. Patrick Mahomes boys, a lot of people going crazy. Uh, the tragedy that happened in the parade route, that's awful. Um, prayers to those people up there. The Super Bowl situation that happened, Patrick Mahomes boys is what he is. But he's he's he was beatable. The 49ers had turnovers in the game. They had, you know, they will, you know, suspect calls during the game. It wasn't a perfect game. It wasn't a solid game for the San Francisco 49ers. Mahomes gave them an exception on the short field. They couldn't turn it into points. So they had opportunities, but they squandered them. 
So the 49ers next time around, if they get a next time around, they got to do a better job of seizing those opportunities. You can't have fumbles and, you know, get a short field and not get three points out of it. You can't have an extra point and kick the damn ball low so it gets blocked. Extra point, you put the ball up high. If you hit the extra point, you know what? That changes the directory of the game. It really does change the direction of the game. But anyway, credit to the, the, the Kansas City Chiefs. They got another victory in the Super Bowl. Man, Patrick Mahomes, boys, is uh, is an awesome quarterback. But 49ers, you take care of business. You never know how this thing could have ended. But anyway, shout out to the fam. Uh, listen, uh, Kubiak is going to be an interesting choice for the OC job here for him. They picking them. The Saints officially name them. This is coming directly off their website. Uh, he's named offensive coordinator, and they give you some uh, backdrop on Clint Kubiak. And I'm going to play an interview once again for some of the family members that might not have seen the stream. I'm going to show a play of an of old interview of him, and it's pretty much it's probably going to be a similar thing. His mindset, he he's, has a sit of, he has a bit of seriousness to him, like in uh, his philosophy, and he's up, he's all about the business. So We'll see how they mesh here. Now, this is the Saints head, uh, from their website. Allen announced that Clint Kubiak has been hired as the OC. Kubiak joins the Saints from the Niners, where he spent the 23 season as the team's offensive passing game specialist. Kubiak is a 14-year coaching veteran, including 10 seasons in the NFL. And, of course, this is what Dennis Allen said. We're excited to announce that Clint Kubiak, as our, as our offensive coordinator, I want to thank the various impressive candidates that we interviewed throughout the process. Clint has done an excellent job in, in a variety of roles in 10 years in the NFL and is a valuable play call and experience. He has played an important role in the growth of many players throughout his career, starting with the quarterback position. I look forward to us getting to work as we form our offensive staff and to see Clint lead that group play a pivotal role in the development of our players on offense and maximize our strengths on offense so and they talk about clint and what he did he played an important role in planning and toolage of the passing game for the super bowl niners niners ranked second in the nfl in total offense just under 399 including fourth in net passing a 257.9 the niners finished first in the league in red zone touchdown percentage with 67.2 percent fourth in the league in third down conversions uh 47 and a half and was tied for six fewest turnovers in the nfl uh, Pro Bowl quarterback Brock, Brock Purdy completed 308 of 44 passes for 69, just over 69 percent, over 4,200 yards with 21 touchdowns against only 11 interceptions. Phenomenal league best passer rating of 11, uh, excuse me, 113.0 and NFL best 123.8 in fourth quarter numbers, including per, uh, Purdy's five offensive 49ers were selected to the Pro Bowl. Four were selected as AP All-Pros, like uh, tight end George Kittle, fullback Kyle Juszczyk, running back Christian McCaffrey, and Trent Williams. A lot of Pro Bowl talent there. So then they give you a backdrop of some of how he was a passing game coordinator for Denver after coaching three seasons with the Vikings. And they talk about all the stuff and, you know, how he helped work with guys like Jefferson and Kirk Cousins and Delvin Cook. And they had a pretty good offense there as well. And like I said, he comes from Gary Kubiak, who, and and then of course you know the um, Shanahan tree, you know, and then his relationship with Kyle Shanahan, the son of Mike Shanahan, and then of course Gary Kubiak, who worked with Mike Shanahan. So I mean, it's a lot of a pedigree here from some of these guys, and this guy's been like a uh, I ain't gonna call him a savant, but this guy's been brought, he's been around this stuff for his entire life. 
His father was a uh, quarterback in the NFL behind John Elway. He won a couple of Super Bowls as a backup. When he laid it, when he hung up his cleats, he became an offensive coordinator. Gary Kubiak was speaking about he won two championships as an OC, and that which piqued Tom, uh, the great Tom Benson's interest in wanting to try to hire him as the coach after he got rid of, of Haslett. So this guy has been around football his entire life, and he has a certain seriousness about him. He's young enough to be able to relate to some of these guys. And uh, we'll we hopefully see Gary Kubiak um, do some positive stuff. So let me get ready to play this for you. And I played some of this before. This is not very long. Y'all put one in the chat if y'all can hit us. But this is uh, some old, an old interview I dug up about him. Get to know passing game coordinator QB, Clint Kubiak from his time with the Broncos. And I expect him to say similar things. So listen to this. Y'all put one in the chat if y'all can. Hey, I'm uh, Clint Kubiak. Uh, quarterback coach for the Denver Broncos. I'm excited about uh, the leadership, you know, Coach Hackett, uh, George Payton, and, uh, you know, a really, a really talented roster. So a lot of, a lot of great pieces to work with, but most importantly, the, uh, the men in charge. I would say that I like to stress uh, the process over results. Um, it's important to me to stress accountability and uh, to always make, you know, practice stressful for the players so that game day, you know, game day is, is easy. So those are three things I like to key on. I worked for four different teams, uh, seven different head coaches in college and the pros uh, between uh, Texas A&M, uh, Kansas, uh, the Minnesota Vikings, and here in Denver. So, you know, I've been really fortunate to work uh, for a lot of great leaders and uh, I've learned a lot along the way that's, uh, that's shaped, shaped me and made me who I am. It's really not about me, you know, it's about uh, what we can do together as a, as a coaching staff. So, you know, I think I bring a, uh, you know, a, a collaborative mindset to the offense. And uh, that's what I hope to do here in, in the upcoming months as we put together our playbook. I like to read. I'm a big reader. Um, I'm kind of a nerd in that way, but I'm a family man. I'm a reader. I'm pretty boring that way. And, you know, family, football, those are those are the things that I care most about. All right. So that's a, a brief, you know, picture of who your new offensive coordinator is. And I think the thing that I really like about what Clint was saying was, let me see if I can get it back to that point where he talks about uh, the offense. I'm excited about uh, the leadership, you know, coach Hackett, uh, George Payton, and, uh, you know, a really, a really talented roster. So a lot of, a lot of great pieces to work with, but most importantly, the, uh, the men in charge, I would say that I like to stress uh, the process over results. Um, it's important to me to stress accountability and uh, to always make, you know, practice stressful for the players so that game day, you know, game day is, is easy. So those are three things I like to key on. All right. So those and listen, when he said that, I was like, OK, let me see what kind of dude this is. Here. You know, because they can tell you anything. Let me go get the tape and put on whatever I can find about this guy and listen to him. You see what I'm saying? That's how, you know, and I share that with the family members because. You listen to him, and the one thing I want to see from or hear from my offensive coordinator is the A word, accountability. You know, and he said that he likes to stress, you know, he talks about accountability. You got to have that for things to be successful. And he's not spitting a bunch of hot air because no matter where he went, he's had success because you have to make sure guys are held accountable. You can't have what you had last year which is guys not being have held accountable and guys coddling guys, you know, 
coddling the quarterback, making excuses for him, elevating him when he does right, but not criticizing him when he does right. That's not how it's supposed to go. If you're not going, if you're going to, you know, give him credit, you got to give him the blame. You can't not do one and not the other. It has to be both. You can't pick and choose. And that's what I'm saying. That's what I like about what he's saying is and his results. If I went back and do some research on him and the guy has a serious mentality. I also like when he said about stress and practice, meaning he likes to make practice stressful. He like he, that's one of the things that one of the three key things that he talked about in his philosophy is making practice stressful, having high stress practices. Why? Because he believes that if you practice at a high stress level, that when the game comes, it'll be a lot smoother, a lot calmer than practice. So if you're practicing hard and you're hustling hard and you're doing it in practice, it'll shine through in game simulation. You'll be more cool and calm in the game scenarios, which I like that philosophy. I like that philosophy a lot. So the accountability is a big thing. The, the key to Clint Kubiak is, like I said before, he has to unlock car. And I mean that with, <laughs> I mean that pun intended. Okay. He has to unlock car and help him get to that next level. If there is a next level. And I think there is a next level for Derek Carr, despite the fact that he'd been in the game for 10 years, uh, going into his 11th, 11th season. I do believe there's another level to car, but it takes accountability. It takes seriousness. And it takes you getting rid of the excuses to get there. You know, if you're trying to compete with the top echelon of quarterbacks, and there's a reason why Derek Carr doesn't have a playoff victory. He has, he made all this money from the, from the Raiders and now 150 something million from the saints. We're not looking for a mid tier quarterback here. We didn't need that. The, the car strategy is supposed to be a guy that takes the saints to the next level. Well, we've seen this past year. That wasn't it him fussing with wide receivers, fussing with his old linemen, not taking accountability. And in press conferences, we really busted him just lying. Oh, we got the answers. They're in the building. What was the answers then? I can't tell you. They're in the building. And then the next game you lose. So, I mean, we don't need none of that. No more of that. So, Clint Kubiak comes here. Hopefully, the accountability comes in because I know Dennis Allen gives him uh, total control of the offense. And he can build that offense the way he sees fit. Thank you, Brent. Brent says, will he teach Carr to read? And this is the thing. Absolutely. And like I said, if you listen to Clint, because he has a couple of interviews, not a lot of them, but when you can find them. But you look at his body of work, what he did from teams that he goes to. And some coaches do talk about him as being a student of the game. Coming up under uh, Kubiak. That was in his blood, you know, to do what he's doing. And, um, you know, like Kyle Shanahan with Mike Shanahan, the son of Mike Shanahan, uh, you know, Kyle being Mike's son, Mike Shanahan's son. You know, is, is it any, uh, uh, you know, wonder why these guys at that level are that good? They've been around it their entire lives. That's like Steph Curry. Uh, if you go back way back in the day when Dale Curry, his father was playing, Steph was on the court with him running around, shooting, the, dribbling the ball. He's been around it his whole life. And when you see something like that, of course, they're going to be naturally great at it. They've been around. They've been doing it their whole life. So, you know, and it's the same with some of these guys that have been around the system. It comes second nature to them. And they have an imagination like this guy has attention to detail. He has seriousness. 
And I do like what he was saying on this on this particular interview when he made mention of the fact that he's he wants accountability, which you you can't have success without account, not sustained success, a long running success without any form of accountability. You also he talked about stressing the practice, which is big, having stressful practices. That is also a thing that I want to see because we need we need that to happen. And Brent, I actually he and that's the part of the accountability model, teaching him to read the field. That's a big problem with Derek Carr that we seen last year. He gets, I ain't going to say Carr is dumb. A lot of people say he's dumb. I don't think Derek Carr is dumb. I think Derek Carr is capable, but I think Derek Carr is fundamentally flawed. And I think he's lazy at times. Well, how else would you explain him not looking at the other side of the field? He's staring down a less laziness. That's, that, that's all it is because it don't take you nothing to span the field. To see what option when he finally started doing that the last month of the season, you start seeing the offense flow because he was actually doing what he was supposed to do. Clint Kubiak is not going to let that ride, man. He got to get on car and make sure because listen, this is a pressure situation. I started to show up asking the family members is the the Clint Kubiak signing at OC a bit of desperation for the Saints. You got to say yes, because Dennis Allen pressing on this year. If he don't, if they don't get to the playoffs, Dennis Allen is fired. Um, uh, Mickey Loomis gets a black eye in terms of you know his resume, and people just put more pressure on him. He have to find somebody, so it's absolutely a bit of desperation here for the Saints. And we could, you know, when Dennis Allen facing this third year here, his third year here, and them totally abandoning Sean Payton's system and bringing in a whole nother system to run, that is very daring. And, but I do like the Clint. I do like the Kubiak system. I do like the Kyle Shanahan system. It's a very fun system to watch. To watch the 49ers play with all the pre the pre snap motion and 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 uh, the the throw you off with the misdirection, how they attack you horizontally, you know, and all this other stuff that they do. It's very it's a very fun style of offense to play. But everybody's gonna have to learn how to get used to playing. And some of these guys played Sean Payton system for a while. I know at, probably at some point. They might have had some, you know, look lookings at some of the stuff, but it might have some familiarity with to some things before the entire offensive unit to learn a brand new system. And how Carr reacted to a QB friendly system last year, we can only hope that um, that he responds in kind and be a lot more productive this upcoming year because he has to for the benefit of his coach. Thank you, Brent. Appreciate you. Uh, for that super jack, uh, chat, my friend. Appreciate it. Hey, bro, come on now, dog. Come on, man. <laughs> Shout out to Brent. Appreciate you. So, yes, uh, uh, and, and, and the John Gruden thing won't be solved until after July. And, of course, the Saints can't bring Gruden in. That's like an offensive, uh, like not an assistant, but like a, what do you call it, uh, um, senior advisor. They can bring, they can always bring him in as like an offensive advisor or something. We've done that before. I remember Sean Payton did that with Cheney. Uh, they had a, you know, they bring in these guys and they call them a senior advisor. So they do do that from time to time, but his, his tr- uh, court situation don't get resolved until after July. They pushed it back to July. Hey, Brandon says question, all offensive systems we hire are, are they Clint's choice or Dennis Allen and Loomis choice? I would have to say, uh, Brendan, good question. I would have to say these are Clint Kubiak's choices. Because the reality is, let me tell you, all, out of all the things that Dennis Allen is and Mickey Loomis are, I have to say they're not meddlers. I mean, that's I, I have to say that knowing who they are and how they operate, they're not going to meddle in your business. Even if you tear the team down, they won't meddle. 
And if you, when you destroy the team, they'll just turn up and make excuses for you. You know, like that's what Mickey Loomis does. You know, he won't meddle in your affairs. Neither would Dennis Allen. Whatever happens on the offensive side of the ball is all for Clint Kubiak. He tells them what they want and they're going to go and get it. Whether that's players or, per, or offensive or, off, uh, players or whether it's uh, all assistant coaches, whatever the case may be, I think all of these calls and these charts is going to be uh, Clint Kubiak's. He will be tasked with turning the Saints offense into something. It's going to be interesting, man, to see how it looks, man. But let's, like I said, I've watched 49ers, a lot of 49ers play, and I really like their offense. And, you know, and I like knowing Sean Payton's style of system, I've seen it for so many years and it tearing up the NFL, but like a comparative system insofar as watching um, Sean Payton's offense when it's thriving, it's fun as hell, but watching Kyle Shanahan's system, like you guys watched the Super Bowl and you've seen, um, well, I mean, I guess that wasn't a really good representation. It was still an interesting and entertaining game. But when the Shanahan system is operating for the 49ers, it is really a nice looking system with all of the movement and everything going on. It is a fun system to watch now. Could he get it going here? I would hope so. You know, I would really hope so because I really want to see the team thrive despite the fact Dennis Allen's on top of it. Now, I just want to get a playoff. I want to get in the playoff. A scrabbled. Uh, Scrabble said, uh, I was excited for hiring Kubiak, but I was kind of nervous after seeing that he was available after so long. Maybe it's because the teams didn't want to deal with waiting. But if that is exactly the case, what I'm hearing, bro, that's exactly what happened from what I heard. Like um, a lot of people were picking their guys and getting their guys. I think the Saints kind of zeroed in between Greasy and Kubiak. And uh, it was another third choice. But they kind of zeroed in on those two guys, and both of those guys are 49ers guys. And ultimately, Kubiak won. And and to be honest with you, they want to kind of see if they can borrow that system and bring it here. Maybe they can help Elvin Kamara. Maybe Clint could do for for Kamara what he did for and helped with uh, CMC. But CMC had a phenomenal year, you know, with the 49ers. Put the team on his back in many regards. You know, perhaps uh, he can do some stuff like turn uh, Juwan Johnson into a, I ain't going to say a Kittle type, because that's really going a ways. But the Saints really have the talent to to do a lot of those things, and we borrow in the 49er system, and they have to install it fast. You know, <laughs> they got to install it fast, and they got to win. A nine-playoff win is not going to count it, man. It's not going to count for New Orleans. All right, so anyway, let's keep it going, man. Hearing from Kubiak there, man, I just wanted to share his thoughts on you. Uh, let's show this post. Shout out to John Sigler. Uh, this is he he elegantly kind of showed this staff on this breakdown of what the offensive coaching staffs is shaping up. And this is a good list to kind of look at and to keep a counter. You see Clint Kubiak as the OC quarterbacks coach is Andrew Janoku. We covered that in a previous stream. Uh, we played an interview by Janoku. Uh, he worked with Kurt Cousins, helping him develop his game. And those two Clint's philosophy, the quarterback coach and Janoku, those guys will have to work with Derek Carr and unlocking him. They got to unlock that next level of Derek Carr. That's what this is about. And the pressure's on, like I said. Also, Clancy Barone's still around, and you see Jordan Trill and a few of those guys. Jari Evans is still a part of the team, but there's still a lot of stuff to be determined. Now, Derek Foster was listed as a the new running backs coach. I'm going to play a little bit of Derek Foster. Derek Foster's a super cool dude. I'll play a little bit about him. I got an interview. I got... Uh, tuned up that I'm going to play for you guys. But that is the next one uh, that I wanted to go over. As you can see, some of the lists as we roll down, it's still a wide receiver coach that the Saints are interviewing. We got, I'm going to go over that uh, as well. The wide receiver assistant is Kevin Petrie. 
you see the tight ends uh, coach and assistants is set out and you see the offensive line coach. We talked about John Benton. I played an interview about John Benton uh, before and he, those, those three guys for the offense, I'm talking about OC and everybody has their, their level of importance. When you're talking about the mindset of the offense with Clint Kubiak installing that 49er style offense, or like that Shanahan style offense and the quarterbacks coach Janoku, who's a pretty calm dude, cerebral guy that can talk to, car and kind of see if he can find out what you know it kind of work you know kind of dissect car because that's what it comes down to dissecting them and understand how we can make you better we got to stop you from having all of these things where you just stare down half the field you know all this kind of stuff you know he has to hopefully they can get rid of all of that kind of stuff a lot of bad habits there and then of course john benton who's the offensive line coach is a guy that'll be tasked with all of those those wide zone runs and stuff like that when they attacking horizontally uh, horizontally and, you know, doing the pulling and all this kind of stuff, he will have to get those guys going. And that is, that's a big part of this equation. It, uh, uh, John Benton getting the saints offensive line together. And of course they will have to bring in some guys to be able to get working and doing that. Perhaps they'll draft some guys, perhaps they'll bring a combination of free agents as well as draft picks to bring in to kind of get the right personnel from an offensive line standpoint to be able not only just to protect Derek Carr, but also be able to run the ball the way they want to mobile linemen that can be able to move and block and, you know, play with an intensity, play with a focus, play with a, a ferocity to play with attitude. Blocking is all about attitude, especially when you mauling and pushing people on out the way, you know, you got to play with some attitude there. I said, anyway, let's cover this article right here. New Orleans Saints expected to add Derek Foster to their offensive staff for more additions on the way to Saints offensive staff, according to reports. Now, Derek, uh, Derek Foster is expected to join the Saints staff at the team's new running back coach, according to some reports. The news first broke by Mac Zenitz of CBS and 24-7 Sports, then Nick Underhill. He did it. He confirmed it. And Foster has spent the last three seasons as a running backs coach of the Chargers. 